scary world. I'm Sarah. I'm Stephanie. And this is Dead Dang Stories. And I love that we have like two uh, almost back-to-back holiday episodes. Honestly, yeah. Because uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's what we're all going to be doing later today. Oh my God, that's perfect. In the morning. In the morning, because that's what happens after Thanksgiving. That's that's. In the morning, you have some coffee, and then you're like, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's it. Okay, great. There's the title of the episode. That's all we have to say. Thank you, guys. All right, bye-bye. Good night. Oh, yeah, we lost all of our music, so now Stephanie's just going to be providing the music. I'm just kidding. But seriously, guys, this is just going to be a mini episode. We're not bringing you any ghost stories or anything like that. We just wanted well, to. I mean, yeah. we're we're not bringing a full ghost story. We're going to give you a little bit of a taste. Yeah, I was like, I have a little bit of a ghost story. And then, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I have a little bit of a kick of the mic. <laughs> I have like a like a, a haunted place I'm talking about. All right, and then gonna, and then next week I'm talking about one of the people that haunts the place. So you're going to talk a little bit about the haunted place. Mm-hmm. All right. Buckle in, everybody. Before you go down to sit and eat your yummy food or whatever you do on Thanksgiving, watch your foots balls. Uh, listen to this haunted place Stephanie's got for us. Yeah. So um, it's not anything um, Halloween related, just so you know. You mean Thanksgiving? Why do I keep saying because Halloween? Because we've had two like back-to-back <sighs> holiday episodes almost. You're right. <laughs> we're just stuck on our favorite one. I know. I love Halloween. So, um, this is from the Historic Royal Palaces website in the UK, because today I'm going to be talking about the Tower of London, Ooh, which is a spooky haunted place. Lots of people have died there, right? In London. Yes. They used to do executions there, and it was a jail for mm. a little while. Um, so, this is from their website, so it's like... Super legit. (laughs) Yeah, because everything on the internet is definitely true. I just mean like... I know. The place is like, we agree that this happened. They're not like, don't tell people it's haunted. It's not haunted. And this is like part of the actual like royal palace. Okay. This is a part of that. Okay. It was built by William the Conqueror in the 1070s. Like a long ass time ago. 1070? Yes. Yes. Would that be the 1100s or the 11... The 10 hundreds. The thousands. The 11th century? Like now it's the 2000s. It was the yeah. 1000s. Yeah. It was one zero. But you know how like, 19, like 1999 or whatever was the 20th century and now we're in the 21st century? Yeah. So, so that was, like was the, the 11th, 11th century. century. Okay. Yes. Bingo. Got it. ba 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 So uh, it's still there. Uh, and it has the capacity to fascinate and horrify. <laughs> uh, so it has a very rich and complex history. And there are lots of different ghosts that stay there. Uh, it's been a fortress, a palace, and a prison. As the most secure castle in the land, the tower guarded royal possessions and even the royal family in times of war and rebellion. For 500 years, monarchs also used the tower as a surprisingly luxurious palace. Ooh. Throughout history, the tower has also been a visible symbol of awe and fear. Kings and queens imprisoned their rivals and enemies within its walls. The stories of prisoners, rich and poor, still haunt the tower. Um, I'm going to talk to you about some of the different ghosts that are there. 
Uh, the Tower of London has also been infamous setting for stories of royal tragedy and death. During Wars of the Roses, <laughs> and there's a lot of Roman numerals, so I'm going to try to be quick, but it's been a couple years. So Henry VI was murdered here. Because you all know Henry VIII, and he's going to come into play later, okay? Yeah, because six, seven, eight. Right. Eight is the one who like went crazy and had a bunch of different wives yeah. and changed how church worked. And someone made a song after him. They did. A lot. I, I, mean, I feel like multiple people. I don't know. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but yes. So Henry VI, because that's a V with a one behind it, was murdered here in 1471. And later the children of his great rival, Edward IV, which is a V with an I in front of it. The princes Just in, in case you guys didn't know how Roman numerals worked. <laughs> we like to be educational here on Dead Time uh, Stories. <laughs> the tower vanished within its walls in 1483. In 1674, two skeletons. I love this part. This is so cool. Okay. So did you listen to the last part? I was laughing. So um, during the Wars of the Roses, Henry VI was murdered there, okay, in 1471. And later, the children of his great rival, which was Edward IV, he was called the princes in the tower, or the boys were, okay, they vanished within the walls in 1483. In 1674... Two skeletons were unearthed at the tower. So this was like almost 200 years later. This was like 199 years later. It's like that fucking body in the wall of Hill House that they suddenly found years, a decade later. <laughs> years a day later. Spoiler. Or rather, sorry, 29, 189, 74 to 83. And now translate that into Roman that's numerals. Nine, that's nine years. 81 years? <laughs> it was a long time. Math it was hard. a long time. It was almost 200 years. Uh, so <laughs> the bones were reexamined in 1933, and they were proved to be those of the boys aged about 12 and 10, exactly the same ages as the princes when they disappeared. How did they get lost in the wall? No one knows. Like, maybe there's a conspiracy. To, that's my thought, is, like, there's a conspiracy to, like, steal them during, like, a reconstruction or something and, like, kill them and put them in the walls. Damn. That's all I can think. Hmm. All right. Stuffed them in a chimney, sealed it up. Yeah. Something like that. Where they Cask like, of amontillado them. Something like that. Uh, Henry VI was supposedly murdered while at prayer in the king's private chapel. Royal life and death. Uh, so <laughs> this is going to clue into what we're talking about next week. So medieval kings and queens lived in luxurious apartments at the tower. They worshipped in the chapel royal, uh, kept a menagerie of exotic animals, which is important when we talk about which ghosts haunt this tower. Animal ghosts? Do we get animal ghosts? I hope it's a bird. Maybe a monkey? I think it's so much scarier than a bird. <laughs> a Just, pterodactyl. Oh, my God. Whoa. Isn't that scarier than a bird? A dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. You know, it's not a dinosaur. <laughs> Um, but it's an animal they would have had. So they worshipped in the Chapel Royal, uh, kept a menagerie of exotic animals, which lasted until the 19th century. So that's the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> and welcomed foreign rulers at magnificent ceremonial occasions. Although long since vanished, there was once a splendid royal palace to the south of the White Tower. Henry VIII uh, modernized the rooms inside a preparation for the coronation of his new bride, Anne Boleyn. 
1533. And then for the one after her, and the one after her, <laughs> and the one after her. She and the king feasted here in splendor the night before and uh, processed in triumph through the city of London to Westminster Abbey. Three years later, Anne was back at the tower, this time accused of adultery and treason. She was held in the same luxurious lodgings uh, before being executed by sword on Tower Green. So then I'm going to tell you about the, uh, the nine ghosts that haunt the Tower of London. Is that next week? No, I'm going to tell you oh, those. Oh, okay. No, I'm going to tell you those right now. I was like, is that your teaser? <laughs> I'm going to tell you one. I'm going to read through this list, and you're going to hear one. You're going to be like, oh, I, I heard a thing I heard before. So uh, one of them is, well, this you heard before. This is not this, though. <laughs> and the two fucking kids, right? No. Uh, so King Henry VI uh, is one of the ghosts that haunts the tower. Like many of the grisly deaths of the tower, Henry VI met his end as a result of a real-life Game of Thrones. As sure. the only child of Henry V, it's just a V. He's doing here at the English and French thrones. <laughs> yeah, Henry's life was plagued by royal skirmishes. In, in 1471, as the Wars of the Roses raged throughout England, Henry, Henry VI was imprisoned by the House of York at the Tower of London. Though initial reports claimed that Henry died brokenhearted of illness in the Tower of May 21st, 1471, the likely truth is far more sinister. Soon after, Richard of York's son Edward seized control of the throne after the Battle of Tewkesbury. No, I'm not sure. The newly minted ruler allegedly called for Henry VI's assassination. Henry was stabbed to death as he knelt in prayer in the Wakefield Tower. Every anniversary of his death, his ghost is said to appear pacing around the exact spot where he met his grisly end. At the last stroke of midnight, he disappears. This is this, but this is what we're talking about next week. Okay. The two little princes. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> when Richard III sees the crown in 1483, his two nephews, Edward V and his brother Richard, the Duke of York, were imprisoned at the tower. By the end of the year, they had completely disappeared from public view. While their exact fate is unknown, it's widely believed that the two young boys were murdered so as to extinguish any hope of either royal laying claim to the throne. In 1674, the skeletons of the two boys were discovered buried in the tower stairs. King Charles II ordered a royal burial at the remains at Westminster Abbey. Today, the specters of the two bo- of the two princes have been seen in what is known as the Bloody Tower, dressed in their nightshirts. Yep. They have also been spotted playing on the battlements, and more contemporary visitors to the tower report hearing the laughter of children throughout the halls and on the grounds. I just don't know why they'd be laughing. It sounds like they were not happy towards the end. Other ghosts include uh, Margaret de la Pole. There is Henry VIII's armor is there. And it's haunted. <laughs> so uh, guards have reportedly uh, been physically accosted by some unseen force. One uh, once was covered in a heavy cloak only to find he freed himself and he was alone. Another stopped to rest his feet and removed his shoes when a voice behind him whispered, There's only you and I here. Oh, no! <laughs> Whether the spirit in the White Tower is Henry VIII himself no! or some other malevolent being, we wouldn't recommend a trip to the White Tower alone. And don't take your fucking shoes off in case you need to run. <laughs> run bitch. Uh, Lady Jane Grey and her husband Guilford Dudley. 
Uh, Lady Jane was only about 16 at the time she met her execution. Numerous male members of her family were also beheaded at the tower, including her husband. After his execution, Guilford Dudley's remains were carted past the room where she was held. Undoubtedly, she witnessed this and knew uh, she was about to meet the same fate. At the scaffold, she was blinded. I think it's supposed to be blindfolded. But it says that she was blinded and had trouble locating the chopping block, asking, what shall I do? Where is it? At the Beauchamp Tower, uh, Dudley's ghost is said to sit weeping into the night. People claim he's responsible for the word Jane that was etched into the walls and is still visible today. Mm. As for Jane, she was spotted in 1957, a lonely figure walking amongst the battlements. She was so young. She was a baby. Yeah. 16. 16. Uh, Lady Arabella Stewart. She's the second cousin of Elizabeth I, secretly married to William Seymour, the nephew of Lady Jane Grey. Uh, she was made. She made King James I very angry. Uh, we're not going to go super into her. She's not that exciting. Um, <laughs> then this is the hint for next week, and then I'm going to talk about the thing that's going to make you excited. Get for the good stuff. Uh, so this is what we're uh, – bigger which we're talking about next week so one of the other ghosts is queen anne boleyn oh the second wife of henry the eighth uh boleyn girl (laughs) well she's the well her sister was a mistress of his and she was already a mistress of his but then he married (laughs) uh anne boleyn but he had already been with mary boleyn for a while but she was just a mistress and he annulled the marriage and changed the church he created the church of england because he was like he's like the pope wouldn't let him he get wanted divorced. to get divorced yeah and the pope was like i'm not gonna annul it and he was like okay fine we're not catholics anymore we're church of england now <laughs> we're the church and of in england. the church of england you can annul a marriage and this marriage is an old okay, bye and that's what that's exactly what the transcript says of how it went down <laughs> <laughs> okay bye i'm pretty sure he even went hashtag so Anne Boleyn was the second wife of henry the eighth She's perhaps the most famous ghost of the Tower of London, accused of adultery and incest with her brother George. Ew. Queen Anne Boleyn was beheaded at the Tower in 1536. Shortly before her execution, she told the crowd not to blame her husband, who, as we know now, had invented these charges that he could remarry in his futile search for a male heir. Anne is usually seen near the site of her execution, which is now the Queen's house, a house Henry built for Anne, and near the altar in the chapel where her body lies. One guard tells a story of seeing a hooded figure approach him in the rooms of the tower. Despite orders to stop, the figure advanced, leading the guard to run it uh, through with his bayonet. At that point, the guard realized the figure was missing its head. (sighs) So there's a lot of accounts of this where this guy um, actually almost got fired for fainting on the job because he, like, ran through it. And when he ran through it, he, like, like passed out. Would run through, like, the mist or, like, run through the cloaked figure? Yeah. He said it was, like, a woman. <laughs> I didn't see the word screaming, but, you know, I assume. <sighs> but it didn't have a head. So how was she screaming? But that she was, like, backwards. And she was... No! Sarah saw my body and you guys can see it but like floating backwards just like arms and wailing like like just no yeah oh I would faint too yeah and then he like but he like charged it and when he went through it he like he like passed out 
Oh my god. I know. I know. I don't like that. I'm not thankful for that image. I'm so sorry. So that's going to lead into what we're talking about next week, um, which is like Anne Boleyn and And why is more she about running backwards? Situation. Oh, because she doesn't have a head. She can't see. So what you were excited about, uh, so the other ghost that people see is a leftover from the Royal Menagerie. <laughs> Perhaps the most bizarre phantom at the Tower of London is that of a bear. What? That once lived in the Royal Menagerie. In 1210... King John established a menagerie of animals at the tower that were used in fights for spectators' amusement. Oh, my God. This awful practice was incredibly popular with the people, and over the years it transitioned into a kind of zoo where visitors could see strange beasts from all over the world, including a polar bear. While the Duke of Wellington eventually moved the animals to the London Zoo in 1832, some believe that the troubled spirits of beasts from years past still haunt the tower. Visitors have reported the cries of animals, including lions, monkeys, and one guard at the tower claimed a spectral bear charged at him, only to disappear as soon as he stabbed at the creature with his bayonet. Props for him for standing his ground against a bear charging him when all you have is a bayonet. I would run. I wouldn't even try. I I think I would just cry and poop. Ghost or not, that's a bear. Yay, so then that's your teaser for next week. We get to hear more about whatever the fuck's going on with Anne Boleyn's ghost and the the bear that she rides in on. Oh, my God. What if you saw that charging at you? Anne Boleyn on a bear? On a bear. Uh, I guess I'll... I mean, I'll give a little teaser. I'm talking about um, while you guys go out and you enjoy all your Thanksgiving food and eat that yummy, yummy food, tune in next week while I talk about a guy who had an incredibly insatiable appetite and uh, what happened there. Also during the 18th century, 1700. I was, I was going to guess. Oh, I'm sorry. But I was going to say 17. So. Yeah, yeah, good, good. But otherwise, <laughs> you guys, thanks for tuning in for our little mini episode. Before we let you go to celebrate your Thanksgiving, we just want to give a whole bunch of shout outs and thanks. Because we're these are the people that we're thankful for. We're so thankful to have you guys. Happy you Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. You. Aw. <laughs> so relieved you are afterward. <laughs> it was unintentional, but all right. That's true. All go right. You want to go first? We'll sure. just maybe just name people back and forth? Oh. Sure. Yeah. What were you thinking? Well, I, I was going to give a shout out to my friend, Lindsay. Well, shout out to Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Uh, Is that it? No, Uh, no, Lindsay and I work together, um, and I'm uh, weird about making friends with people from work, um, but she's really cool, and I like that she listens to my podcast. Yay. Thanks, Lindsay. And she said she really likes it, so. Hey, Lindsay. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) We're thankful for you. Yes. Um, We can also give a shout out to our wonderful listener, Christina. Christina, the number one spot. You guys know Christina. She's great. She makes us fan art. I know. She's wonderful. I love fan art. We also have, I'll just name off a few other of our great, Colleen. Thank you, Colleen. Colleen was a guest on our Guesttoberfest. Thank everyone who was on our Guesttoberfest. Josh Hitchens. Uh, Aaron, whew. I also will have an update on Aaron next Dorian week. Dorian Feinstein, Dorian, Teresa, Teresa. Oh God, thank you, Colleen. Teresa, and Colleen. <laughs> oh, Colleen. 
And thank you, Colleen. And then I also want to give a big shout out to our other listener, Erica, who we haven't talked to in a hot minute. But Erica sent us that wonderful, wonderful ghost story earlier of her experiences. Yes, Shaggy and Nick. I was like, what'd you say? But Shaggy and Nick. Thank you, Shaggy and Nick. They're also great, wonderful listeners. Am I forgetting anyone? We love Mary Angela. Mary Angela, always and forever. Alyssa Edwards. Always Mary and Angela. forever, Mary Angela. Yeah. Always and forever, Mary Angela. There. It's the same uh, syllables. Alyssa, Mary, and... Oh, no, never mind. I'm sorry. Alyssa. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's Alyssa not. It's Alyssa not. Edwards, Mary Angela. Wait. Oh, yeah. Alyssa okay. Edwards, Mary, Mary Angela. Angela. Done. Dela. Is that... Dela? Mary Angela. Yeah. We also want to thank, I just what said Dela. educational episode. <sighs> you guys have probably stopped listening this to for go your children. <laughs> Actually, don't. If you're okay with them hearing about all those ghosts and those, you know, like executions and shit that have on crazy weird things. That's cool. But yeah, thank you guys. Make sure you tune in next week. Uh, really excited to have you. And we're so thankful for you. I'm thankful for you, Sarah. I'm thankful for you, Stephanie. You're a fantastic friend, and I love doing this podcast with you. Oh, me too. I'm going to cry. It's great. Thanks, guys. Crying. Don't get me started. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just a sweet moment. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, Um, y'all. What the Europeans did to the natives was really awful, and I, I will admit that. But God, I really, I love turkey. The food is great. I like being thankful. I like that part of it. I think that that's sweet. And gathering You can have reverence and celebrating people. Yeah. (sighs) And that too. I'm Zara. I'm Stephanie. And this has been Dead Dead Time Time Stories. (sighs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in for all of it. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 